Serena spotted Jimmy looking down at her from between his half-closed bedroom curtains. She smiled and waved. Stop! Don't go in! It's Jimmy, not your granddad! Tylek shouted too late. Shush! I told you to keep quiet! Jimmy's coming down to let me in, so shut up. Don't know what you're talking about anyway. I told you not to embarrass me in front of him. You're going back in the purse, she said tersely, sliding him into the purse and pushing him down her top. On your own head, be it, came a muffled response from the purse. Quiet, she snapped. Jimmy unlocked the door and stepped out into the sunshine. Hey, Serena, you're up early. What a lovely surprise. Uh, come in. I'll make us some breakfast before work. Fancy a bacon sarnie? If you're wondering why I'm here, I, I fancied a walk whilst the weather was perfect. Brought your rollies back, she said, fishing in the plastic bag and proudly holding out the black umbrellas. Let's face it, this shop is the only interesting place within walking distance. It makes sense you'd end up here. Don't fret, I know you're not a stalker. He joked, leading her in. Mentioning the word stalker now makes me feel like one. She joked back, and a very pretty stalker you are too. Your hair looks particularly lovely this morning as I watched you walking up the lane. The colour suits the sunshine. He said, reaching out to touch it. Cheers, she said, embarrassed, but thrilled to feel his fingers run down the length of her long hair, pushing right through to her scalp. Serena was unused to receiving compliments of any sort. She was unsure how to respond, a hot blush spreading across her cheeks. Get your hands off my daughter, you freak! Keith screamed, punching Jimmy's head with all the force he could muster. Don't waste your valuable energy. You know he can't feel a thing. Carl said, trying to pull Keith off the smiling, oblivious young Irishman. Makes me feel better, though, said the raging father. Keith's colour was fading to a dull mauve, which proved Carl was right to be worried. Keith had badly depleted his energy supply. Breakfast won't take a mo, Jimmy said, slamming slices of bacon under the grill. We'll have time for a walk before work, too, if you like. It's a shame to waste the first decent weather for weeks. In fact, I fancy taking the morning off. Gramps can take over for a few hours and we can drive somewhere, if you fancy an adventure. He says he's feeling much better today, so I'm sure he won't mind looking after the shop for once. Really? That'll be fun. You sure he's up to it? I thought he was seriously ill, she said. Serena thought, I'm bound to get into trouble with Mum if I shoot off in Jimmy's car. But I don't care. Well worth me getting a bollocking for, and it'll be easier to talk to him privately about what I found in Grandad's shed. Customers could come into the shop at any moment and ruin our important chat if I ask him in here. Besides, he looks such a hunk this morning. That black t-shirt brings out the green of his eye. I'll run upstairs and ask him if he'll mind the shop. See you in a tick. Jimmy said, a sunny smile spread across his face, before he disappeared up the back stairs to the bedrooms. His smile disappeared as soon as he was out of Serena's line of vision. He looked in on his grandfather, who lay dead in the bed he'd died in several hours previously. Far from feeling much better, Brendan had literally given up the ghost. The cancer had finally done for him, and he was now sitting on a bedside chair looking at his own body, wondering what on earth to do next. He tried talking to Jimmy, but his words had fallen on deaf ears. Brendan knew he must be dead, although he hated the fact, and there was nothing he could do to change it. It had all happened so fast. A shortness of breath and stabbing pain in his chest had afforded him no chance to call for help. Not that anyone could have helped him anyway. He was now struggling to adjust to being a ball of confused energy trying to come to terms with no longer being constrained by body mass and gravity. He'd mistakenly shot upwards into the loft as soon as he'd breathed his last, but managed to pass down through the loft's floorboards and back into his bedroom. Wish I could close my poor old body's mouth. It looked like a gormless fish lying there, all pale and dead. Brendan had thought, 
fear of leaving his bedroom had prevented the newly transformed Brendan from bumping into Carl, who'd been snooping on Jimmy's dubious activities earlier that morning. It would probably have been farcical if the two novice spirits had met. Both of their plights were complex enough without that happening. Jimmy's plight was not much better. He'd discovered his grandfather dead in bed only an hour before Serena had shown up. He'd been wondering which officials to call to deal with the body when he'd spotted Serena's hair shining in the sunshine as she limped along the lane. The sight of her glistening orangey locks had thrown all thoughts of his grandfather out of his mind. I'll deal with Gramp's body later. He's going nowhere. Right now, there's too much fun to be had. He thought before he dashed down into his own bedroom to grab the suede-wrapped scalpel and a couple of other essentials, just in case.